Hallelujah. Did I say this morning? Did I say? I might say tonight, tomorrow. I might say whatever I say. Just know what I mean. I mean, be used in the gifts, right? Be used in the gifts. Know what I mean. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to get right in the word. I'm not going to preach long. All, all preachers say that, don't they? Hallelujah. But Father, thank you for your word tonight. Your word is life, healing, health to us. Lord, open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our spirits to receive everything that you have for us. Let us receive it all. Let us leave this place tonight. On fire with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Father, on fire, rejuvenated, ready to do what you've called us and gifted us to do. And Father, we'll give you all the glory. And we'll give you all the praise. And everybody said, Amen. First Corinthians 14, chapter 1. says, follow after charity and desire, desire. Somebody say desire. Desire means to be jealous over. To covet. Desire spiritual gifts. Webster defines desire is to long for. In the body of Christ today, I see a lot of Christians who are just going along. Are y'all with me? Y'all understand? They're just going along. Every day they get up, they, they do what they do. Uh, Pastor Phyllis and I were talking about this today. They, you know, they, they get up at the last minute. They hurry up. They get ready. They rush to work. They, they don't pray. They don't get in the Word. And, and you go about your day. Eight, nine hours later, you're on your way home. And, and you got, you know, the news pumping on the radio. And you get home and you cook supper. And, and come on, girls, you know what I'm talking about. You cook supper. And then you might have to do homework. And, and then you wash a few load of clothes. And then it's time for bed and you wake up about two o'clock in the morning and realize the whole day you did not pray and you did not read the Bible oh y'all holy so y'all don't do that it's just a few of us just a few of us who have been guilty of doing such horrific crimes and then we find ourselves needing a miracle from God we find ourselves needing God to turn a situation around and 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 we look back and we realize we haven't even prayed we haven't even fasted we haven't even gotten into our intercessory prayer closet we haven't done those things that we know we're supposed to do and so when I read and it says desire spiritual gifts we're thinking Lord I just I just wanted desire spiritual nothing about the gifts just give me give me something spiritual Lord but I believe between this morning and tonight, God is going to set you on fire. I believe when you leave this house tonight, you're going to be so hungry for the things of God. Amen. And, and it's not that pastor preaches the word. I've, I've been checking you out, pastor. On, on, I've been checking you. He preaches the word, does he not? He preaches the word. And, and so I know you are full of the word. But your church is just like any other church. Our church in Danville, Virginia, is people sometimes get a little slack. Oh, y'all not guilty. You don't get <laughs> But when you slack, you lack. Hear me, when you slack, you lack. And then those things that you need, you don't have because you're slacking. And you're slacking is lacking. <laughs> and so God's going to stir us tonight and he's going to refresh us tonight. And I'm going to share some experiences with you tonight that, that I pray that God is going to just light your fire. I remember uh, uh, years ago when Rodney Howard Brown came to the United States, nobody knew him. Anybody know who Rodney Howard Brown is? A few of you. And nobody knew him. And he came to a little church that we were at in Danville, Virginia, which is in the middle of nowhere. And, 
And uh, he came to our church and, you know, he, he did a lot of the laughing and nobody had ever heard of that. Well, when I got in the presence of the Lord, I cried. I didn't cry because I was depressed. I just cried because, oh, I mean, his presence was so precious to me. And, uh, and, and Rodney was all about the laughing. And here he sees this little girl crying. I mean, we was in this church and we weren't pastoring at the time. We didn't have more than 30 people. And, and, but he came in and he brought, he brought something different. He brought a fire. And he began to pray for us. And I remember one night, uh, he had prayed for me. And I, I laid, brother, right in the red, right where you are. I, I fell out in the floor. And I laid on the floor like this for over an hour. I could not move. I heard everything going on around me. I knew what was happening. But I was stilled in the Holy Ghost. God was operating on me. I think sometimes when we fall out in the Spirit, we don't give the Holy Spirit long enough to operate. We're like, you know, and, and let me just help you ushers here tonight. You know, we'll use every bit of this altar space. We may use the aisles, whatever it takes. Do not move people. I see too much. They fall down. Hurry up and get them up because there's another line behind you. Honey, if we have to go on the stage, if we have to go back out in the vestibule, whatever we have to do, as long as they're there, please lead them. Because I believe the Holy Ghost is there with the Holy Ghost tools. And he's operating on you like a good doctor does. Amen. And he cuts you open. And, he, and he's getting out all the junk. I don't know about you. A lot of people I know, they got junk. Y'all might not got junk. Look, I got a college degree, so please forgive. I, I know when my English is wrong. I know it's wrong, but it's there to get your attention. We have a lot of junk, and we have to cut us open and, and dig out all the junk so that he can put the fire on the inside of us, and he can plant a new heart within us and a, a right spirit within us, and he can do things on the inside of us that no doctor can do, no, no medical medicine can do. He can do things on the inside of our minds and our emotions that we've been longing and hoping for, and we've been in depression and anxiety, and, and we don't know how to fix it. Anybody ever tried to fix it, and you can't fix it, and there we are, and we're, we're crying out to God, fix me. God help me God I need something God well tonight the answer is here the Holy Spirit is here and the power is here to heal you to deliver you to set you on fire hallelujah come on look at somebody and say I'm gonna get set on fire tonight I married my husband I'm 59 years old I married my husband 37 years ago and when I married him he was a good Baptist anybody in here Baptist I love you You'll make it to heaven. But he was a good Baptist. And I, I, was, I told you this morning, I've been a Pentecostal girl all my life. I mean, I've seen him run the aisles. I've seen him run the backs of the pews. It is true. You can run the backs of the pews. I've seen it. I've seen him roll. I, I, I saw a woman in this church. She sat uh, almost about as far back, brother, as you on the very last. And she would get in, out in the aisle. And she would close her eyes so tightly shut. And she would dance down the aisle. She must have had the steps counted or something, Pastor Phyllis. Because she, she danced perfectly down the aisle. She would turn perfectly. She would dance about over this far. She would turn around with her little eyes. And she was just a, oh, y'all don't know that, do you? See, I, I grew up in the old Pentecost. And, and grandmas would, and their, and their buns would come down. Because we had to have long hair, because, you know, long hair was God. And, uh, and I mean, I, I don't know much that I haven't seen. 
I remember I was about 10 years old and, and our church would just erupt and everybody would be just everybody's doing something different. One's screaming, one's rolling, one's jumping, one's running in the back of the pews. Somebody else is over here doing the chicken. I mean, they're... I'm a little girl sitting about eight pews back and, and we had a great uh, grandbaby piano on the, on the stage and the man was just a playing up a storm. And all of a sudden the power of God hit him. He threw his hands back. He fell backwards off the piano stool all over the place. I sat there at 10 years old and watched the piano continue to play. I've seen all kind of stuff, good stuff. I've been in Africa, seen demons manifest. I, I've, I've seen many miracles like Pastor has seen. Seen a lot of stuff by the Holy Ghost. But where are we at today? Why are we not seeing manifestations of the Spirit? Because we've become proper. Praise the Lord. Oh, sweetheart, you know, it don't take all that. You know, it might not take all that for you, but it might take all that for them. See, you don't know what they've been through. You don't know the demons that they fought. You don't know how their husband left them with four children that they had to raise all by themselves and, and they barely made it. You, you don't know what they've been through. So while it might not take all that for you, it might take all that for them. So my husband, here we are, and he had never seen a real move of, of Pentecost. And, and we went to this church. I grew up in the Church of God, if you're familiar with them. And, and so in, in Sunday morning, they were like glorified Baptist in this church I went to. But then Sunday night, they got a little more. And one, one man over here, he danced a little bit. And my husband come home, he said, wow, they're a little lively tonight. I thought, oh, Lord, he ain't seen nothing. But he was hungry for the things of God. He was hungry to see manifestations of the Spirit. And so Brother Hagen had a marriage conference in Nashville, Tennessee. It was about a long time ago. And I thought, you know, I love Brother Hagen, but he preaches faith. You know, he preaches healing, right? And we're going to go to a pastor's marriage conference. Like, what's he going to tell us, right? At that point, he's, he always seemed old to me. Did he not? I mean, he just always looked... As long as I knew it. I'm like, what is he going to tell us? And so for two or three days, we sat just like this. And he talked to us about, about marriage. And it was good. And then all of a sudden on the last day, he's standing there. And he's finished preaching. He said, ah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. And he's, anybody know what I'm talking about? Three of y'all. And he started doing that, and all of a sudden, a guy, four rows in front of us, stands up, and he does the, and he's dancing all over the place, and, and all of a sudden, the whole church erupted in manifestations of the Holy Spirit. I sat there, and you know what I did? I cried. <laughs> Do you know why? Because I knew that's what he had hungered for. He had wanted to see, and I didn't know how to show him. And then it started. 
And then we got in every Brother Hagen meeting we could get in. Because in the last days, he would have Holy Ghost meetings. And Brother Hockaday may tell you about some of that tomorrow night. But in the last days, it, it was, it, he just did Holy Ghost camp meeting. I mean, it was, it was tremendous. And you would see manifestations of the Spirit of God. Well, my sons, uh, Kenneth and my other son, Isaac, they both got saved, 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 like about two to three years ago. And all of a sudden, they come to me one day and they said, Mama, have you seen the Kenneth Hagin Holy Ghost meetings? Like, no, no, I hadn't seen those. Because you can go on YouTube right now. You want to wet your whistle, go on YouTube right now. And watch some of those where he's standing up in front of several thousands of people. And the whole, the whole section just falls out in the spirit. How he walks amongst the people. Manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Now, I love Brother Hagin. He's in heaven right now. But, you know, he's not here to do that. So now it's time for us to take up the torch. It's time for us to take up the cross and do the manifestation meetings like he desired for them to be done. So about, about, mm, about 15-ish years ago, my husband and I were, we, we just felt dry. I mean, I know you probably think a pastor should never feel dry, but we just, we felt dry. And we felt like we needed a book. I mean, we needed a, a, a word. Anybody ever, you ever say, I'd like a word? Anybody ever just, Lord, I just wish somebody would give me a word. If somebody just give me a word, I just need a word. Because somebody give me a word. I'm going to sit up close. Maybe they'll give me a word if I sit up close. <laughs> Lord, I need a word. Well, we were going to this meeting out of town. And, uh. Pastor and I were on the way, and he said, you know what, honey? I don't need a word. He said, I need a book. Y'all know what I mean? I, I don't need one little word. I don't need a paragraph. I, I need a book. Just, just God, show me something. Show us what we're supposed to do. Show us how we're supposed to do it. Show us the next level. Show us the next step. God, if you, if I, if I don't need no little, oh, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah, anybody can say that. I want to know, God, some divine direction. So we're going to this meeting. And we get there, and the church holds about 400, and they probably have about 500 packed in there. And we're at one of the pastors, and, and we ended up on the second row. And uh, so this man of God, he begins to pray for people. And I mean, they're everywhere. They're, they're up and down the aisles. They're, you know, in two rows of pastors. And this is what we do when we go to meetings, in case you don't know. We sit there and watch. And we wait. Because it's so important to us that you get ministered to. It's so important to us that you're up front, that you're, you're getting hands laid on, that you're getting a word. And so we're sitting on the second row, and, and you know, we're sitting there thinking, Lord, just, we just need something. We need a word, a book, a paragraph. Just God, right now, just take, blow. Come on. You know I mean? Just, just blow, Lord. Let's just feel some wind. We're sitting there about middle, middle of the aisle, about eight pastors this way, eight pastors that way, and a whole row in front of us. And the man of God said, I want to pray for the pastors. I thought, glory, but where are we going to go? Because there's not a place to step. He said, come up on the stage. Brother, the stage isn't even, isn't even half of what that stage was. And somehow, however it was maneuvered, there was one couple in front of us, and then pastor and I came up next. 
And he stood about as far as me to you, uh, doctor, about this far. And pastor and I grabbed hands. And all I can remember is he pointed at us. And when he pointed at us, the power of the Holy Spirit hit us and we hit the floor. The music was booming. I mean booming. You couldn't have talked to somebody the music was so loud. People were laying everywhere. The church was still packed full. But we were there in the floor. I remember absolutely nothing during that time. You, if, if you would have given me a propofol, that's, that's, how, that's how you just, we were gone. Right? Three hours later, my husband and I sat up at the same time. The church had no lights on it. There was a PPA, a pastor's personal aide, sitting like this right here. Waiting. We sat up at the same time. And we both said, wow. 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 Friend, that night we didn't get a word. We didn't get a paragraph. We got a book. And didn't nobody, that's all he said to us was he pointed at us. That's all I needed. Because see, I didn't need somebody to give me, go down to the third street, turn left two times and turn right three times and the building you want to buy is right there. I didn't need that. What I needed is a refreshing of the Holy Spirit. What I needed is God to move in my belly like fire shut up in my bones. I needed a stirring of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And God didn't give me a word. God didn't give me a paragraph. God gave us a book. See, some of you tonight, you need a book. You need a refreshing. You're tired. You're weary. You're stressed. Come on, you got panic attacks. You can't sleep at night. Come on, your money's going funny. And the gas prices keep going up. And you're wondering what you're going to do. And daycare prices keep soaring. And you don't know, can't nobody keep your baby. Because you got to send them to daycare. And you're like, God, I, got, I went to the grocery store. And my bill's $50 more than it was last week. And I didn't have the money last week to get them. And so you feel stressed and you feel like a burden's on your shoulder. And some of you, you're keeping care of your, taking care of your parents. Somebody even tonight, there's somebody, I don't know if it's you or maybe somebody close to you. They have a disabled child and, and just, just the pressure of taking care of the child. So you don't need a word. You don't need a paragraph. Tonight you need the book. You need the refreshing power of the Holy Spirit. Joel says, and it'll come to pass, I'll pour out my spirit. That word spirit, once again, is breath. I will pour out my spirit upon, come on, upon, superimposed upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And upon the servants and handmaidens in those days will I pour out of my spirit breath. And I will show wonders in the heavens and the earth and fire and blood and pillars of smoke. And the sun shall be turned into darkness, the, blue, the moon to blood. But before the great and terrible day of the Lord shall come. And whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. About four years ago, I, I went and preached in Kenya. And we were there about two weeks. And as I come back through Kenya... I stopped in London to do a, a meeting. 
the girl that was there, it was three speakers. It was me, it was the, the host, and there was a, a Scottish man there that was speaking. We started and, and, and we went all day Friday. It wasn't a really large meeting, but we went all day Friday. And she was just under this, this understanding that um, you are going to be in every meeting. And so it, it, from 9 to 10, somebody would preach, 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Take a two-hour lunch, 2 to 3, 3 to 4, 4 to 5. Take a two-hour break. You come back at 7 to the night. We did that all day Friday. And then Sarah, I was tired, Saturday. I was like, good Lord. That's a, that's a lot of preaching. And so Saturday morning, it started again. And I kind of mentioned to her, I, I might go back to my room a little bit. She won't have it. And... Uh, so I, I pressed on, and I was the last speaker in the, in the afternoon meeting. It was about 4 o'clock, and, and I was preaching, and these words came out of my mouth. Dress comfortable tonight, because God's going to do something. What you going to do? And why do we have to dress comfortable? You know, he don't tell you everything. He just gives you instruction and expects you to obey it. So we get back in the night service, and it's 7 o'clock, and they're going to do praise and worship for an hour, a good hour. And so the guy sings for an hour, and, and then it's 8 o'clock, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm up. You know, here we go, Lord. We're going to see what you're going to do. And she says, Brother So-and-so from Scotland is coming to preach. I'm thinking to myself, I'm supposed to be preaching. What do you mean? I mean, is he going to preach an hour, and then you want me to preach an hour, and we've already been here all day. Come on, y'all know y'all think those things. I can't be the only one, right? And so he gets up and I think, well, you know, he's going to be gracious. He knows I'm coming to preach after him because she said, and Pastor Sharon will come after him. And I thought, well, he's going to be gracious and not speak so long so that then, you know, I can come. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I think he set his watch and said, I'm going to get every dime of my hour out. And he preached and he preached and he preached and he preached and he preached. And he preached and he preached. And, he preached. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there arguing with God. What is it you're going to want me to do? The people are already tired. We've done sang an hour. He's done preached an hour. It's almost 9 o'clock. I'll tell you what, God. I'm just going to get up and I'm going to say, God love you. God bless you. Blah, blah, blah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Okay, bye-bye. Because we had Sunday to come. There were Sunday morning services on the way. And he said, you just do what I tell you to do. I said, okay. So I get up, much like right now. You know, and now tonight I know what I'm going to do, but then I didn't. And, uh, I got up and I started telling these stories just like I'm telling you. I told him about Rodney Howard Brown. I told him about Dad Hagen. I, I told him about what happened to Pastor Bill and I. And we were out for three hours. And out of my mouth, I said, and the same thing's going to happen tonight. Okay, Lord, I hope you're ready to do something because uh, uh, I, I, I have never done this before. Not, not to this extent. Not to this extent. And as I kept preaching and the power of the Lord just got stronger and stronger and stronger. And all of a sudden the Lord said, go now, do it now. 
So I ask everybody to stand on their feet. And I told him, I said, God's getting ready to refresh you. God's getting ready to baptize you. God's getting ready to put fire on the inside of you. All you have to do is receive it. And I began to pray for people. And they began to fall out in the spirit. And we were, it was a hotel conference room. So they got sheets and they put them on top of the people that were out in the floor. So it looks like a bunch of dead bodies all over the floor. And, uh, and I'm going around and uh, most everybody's laid out in the floor and and uh, the, the Scottish man's wife, I'm over praying with her, and she got all happy in the Lord, and, and she, she went down, and I went down with her like this. So now I'm thinking, somebody's going to help me up. Brother, help me for a minute. Stand right here. So I'm, and there was one man, and these were, the, uh, irony, it was an African man. That, the whole thing was African. And uh, he, he come over, and he went to help me up, and so I did like that, and he pulled me, like pulled me, pulled me. And I did like that. And when I met him face to face, he went, whoa. And I thought, I am not that big. I was a little bit offended. Now, I'm not as skinny as Phyllis, right, Pastor Phyllis, but I'm not that big. He went, whoa. And he went straight back and fell out. And I said, oh, okay, sure. The spirit of offense came off of me quickly. And he fell out. I had one doctor and she, she, uh, she was there and she said, Pastor Sharon, do you mind if I take pictures? She said, it's not that I don't want you to pray for me. She said, I'm doing a women's meeting here in London. And I want to take pictures to show them how I want God to move. So she took pictures. I got on the airplane, and I began to look at the pictures that she took. Now, just off my iPad, no, 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 uh, no photography, funny stuff. You know how you do, none of that, regular pictures. Our bodies were cut in half. So my legs would be here, and this part of my body would be standing beside my legs. I have multiple pictures where we're cut in half. So I'm on the plane coming back, and I said, God, what is this? I don't understand. What, what is, that's weird. What is this? He said, Sharon, it's to prove to you that the spirit moves much faster than the flesh. Rewind. I'm at the meeting, and everybody's laying in the floor getting blessed. So I go over and sit down beside the doctor. We're sitting there for a few minutes. Sat there about 30 minutes. So, well, ain't nothing more for me to do here. I'm going to my room. <laughs> so I go to my room. A couple of hours later, my, the PPA that was traveling with me, I said, uh, I'm going to go get some ice. She said, Pastor Sharon, you don't have to go get ice. That's what I'm here for. I said, no, no. The Holy Spirit just told me to go get ice. And I'm not too good to go get my own ice, but they're there to help me. And I said, no, no. I said, the Holy Spirit said, go get ice. He didn't say, you go get ice. He said, me go get ice. She said, well, okay. You want me to go with you? I said, no. He told me to go by myself. I walk out the door. The African pastor's coming down the hallway, up beside the, the wall. I come out my door. I come out with my ice bucket, and he said, oh, 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 
I said, Pastor, are you okay? Don't come near me. No, no. No, no. He said, please, please. He said, please back up. Please go back in your room. And his room was right across the hall. So I said, well, he's drunk in the Holy Ghost. See, why is it people don't get drunk in the Holy Ghost anymore? Why is it we don't have to have designated drivers just to come home from church? Because you know what the good thing about getting drunk in the Holy Ghost is? There's no hangover. There's no head over the toilet the next morning. You get up the next morning, you're like, Why? Because there's something about being drunk in the Holy Ghost. And so we go to bed and we get up the next day and we have service and then we're having this big dinner and, and he's standing at the door. I want to know what happened. So I began to walk to him and he puts his hand up to me. Stop, Pastor. I said, what man of God? He said, the closer you get to me, the more burning happening in the inside of me. He said, I, I can't, it, it's, it's getting too too fiery for me just stand at a distance I said pastor just tell me what happened I have to know what happened last night he said you don't understand I was ready to walk out of the ministry and his wife is standing there doing just like this he said I was ready to quit I was burnt out he said I was tired of the people I was tired of the mess I had to go through I told God if he didn't do something in this meeting I was going to leave I told God if he didn't move on me in this time that I wasn't going to do this anymore and he said last night a refreshing came in my belly a fire came in my belly. He said, I can't get enough of God right now. He said, I'm going to take this back to my church. And I want you to know this same fire that hit that man of God is going to hit you tonight. It's not because I'm anything special, but because the Holy Spirit is welcome here. And because the Holy Spirit wants to abide in your midst and you're hungry tonight. You know, you know, I found out that if you're hungry, God will give you to eat as much as you want. If you're thirsty, he'll give you as much to drink as you want. If you like new wine, come on, baby, drink up. Come on, if you like, come on, if you like new wine, drink all that you want. You can get as drunk as you want in the Holy Ghost. The desire is, what is it in your heart? Is that what you want? Do you want more of him? God, I want to be a stronger prayer warrior. God, I want to go into the deeper things of God. I want to see you more. I want to see manifestations of the glory of God. You want miracles to happen in your life get in the fire you want things to turn around in your life get in the fire you want to pull somebody out of a wheelchair get in the fire of almighty God come on to the keyboard thank you some of you need a change tonight some of you need an operation tonight some of you have said, Pastor Sharon, if something don't change, I'm leaving my spouse. I had a family member call me right before I came. And he said to me, he said, if my wife don't change, I'm leaving. I got my bags packed and I'm ready to go to Florida. As he's talking, I'm just praying in the Holy Ghost. 
As he's talking, I'm just saying, because see, I believe fire can go through the telephone. See, there's no time and distance with the fire of God. All I have to do is remember, breathe. All I have to do is speak it out. Why? Because my mouth commands the blessing. My mouth, amen, has dominion and a power and authority. I can speak to the mountain. So tonight as you're sitting there, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Kenneth, you can come get this, honey. What do you need? What do you need tonight? Somebody you're so worried about your children. You can't even hardly function during the day because the heaviness of your children is upon your heart. You need the fire of God. Do you know his fire? You know, in the Old Testament, they would, they would follow the cloud, the smoke. They followed the fire. They followed the fire. Wherever you lead me, Holy Spirit. Whatever you tell me to do. You know, the older the get, I could care less what people think about me. I walk into Walmart. See, uh, in, in my city, they know this already. In my city, if I walk in Walmart and you're in Walmart and you come up to me, maybe you don't come to my church and you come up to me and you say, hey, Pastor Sharon, I'll follow you on social media. I, I just want to ask you if you'll pray for me. I, I, I've been, uh, they diagnosed me with Alzheimer's, right? I don't say, I will. God bless you. No, you know what I do? I'll say, what's your name? Your name's Sharon. How about that? Right there in the middle of Walmart. Father, right now in Jesus, I didn't say patty cake and I didn't say whispering. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I curse this Alzheimer's right now in Jesus' name. I command you to take your hands off of her, you lying devil. And I command the healing power of God to touch Sharon from the top of her head. I get an audience real quick. I'm not going to back off. We were outside a cheesecake factory. We just had a, a meeting with some pastors. They were discouraged and just needed some direction. And we walked out in the parking lot. And Pastor Bill, my husband, grabbed him and said, let's pray. Heavenly Father. I thought, I guess we're trying to get the whole parking lot here. Come on, come on, y'all. I mean, he is praying at the top of his lungs. Some guy runs up to us and hands us a blessing. $100. He said, if you're bold enough to do that out in public, I'm bold enough to give you a blessing. Praise you, Jesus. When are we going to stop being, hey, the gays aren't ashamed. LGBT, is uh, they are vocal. They got signs in the window. They got a pride month. Come on, there's others. They're not ashamed. When are we going to stand up and say, you know what? We're Christians and we have a right. We're Christians and we're bold. We're Christians because we have the answer. We have the answer. You're the only person in the world. You've got the answer because the power of God abides on the inside of you. Stand up on your feet tonight. Somebody move this for me, please. Turn up that keyboard just a little bit, sister. I like loud music. Hallelujah. I mean, like I like it real loud. Like you can go ahead and turn it on up. Like I mean, hike it. Like sound person, I'll give you $100. Hallelujah. No. Yeah, there Thank you, Lord. If you bought a, a prayer cloth, go ahead and get that in your hand. Hallelujah. I need that oil, Brother Eric. There he is. Hallelujah. Just hold on to it. Just hold on to it. Now, this is what we're going to do, ushers, if you'll just, just help me. 
I'm just going to give you instruction again. If they go down, do not get them up until they're ready. If we have to go in the aisles, we'll go in the aisles. If we have to go on the stage, I don't care. If they're laying there, let God operate on them. Let me help you. The miracle is not in the fall. If you fall, that's fine. If you fall, but if you don't fall, stand there and let God operate. What, whatever it is. If you're kneeling, stay there. Let God do what He's going to do while He's going to do it. Don't be in a hurry to get back to your seat. I didn't preach long and it ain't late. Refreshing fire, refreshing fire. Times of refreshing come from your presence, Lord. They come from your presence, Lord. They come from your presence, Lord. They come from your presence, Lord. Come on, stir yourself up. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Stir yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. Stir yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. You need strength tonight. Stir yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. You need wisdom tonight. Stir yourself up by praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to ask you to come. I'm going to ask you to only form one row. If, you, if you're not in that front row, just stand in the aisle and wait. We'll fill in the spaces. And if they get full, we'll come to the aisles. So if you're ready for that refreshing tonight, come. Make me a line right now. Come, make me a line. Get out of your seat. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you see a towel, Kenneth's going to go ahead and put oil on it. Hallelujah. If you have a towel, he's going to go ahead and put oil on it. Do I have extra? Do I have extra ushers tonight? Oh, oh, when I touch you, I want you to say, I receive, Lord. I receive, Lord. I receive, Lord. Come on, baby. Power, 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 power. Oh, refreshing, refreshing. Give me a little more volume, brother. Give me a little more volume, please.
And God said, you're going to deal with it in a second. You're going to see deliverances in a second. But it's going to be a second. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Healing power. Healing power from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, brother. To the soles of your feet. To the soles. I curse arthritis right now in Jesus' name. Lamaha. Oh, right there. Right there in Jesus' name. Lemaha. Can you put your hand right there? In Jesus' name. Healing power. Healing power. Healing power. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lamasa. Loma Korea Baha. Oria Beheta. No de de. Anna die de de. Ado die de. Oh, that power's all over you, brother. Ha, 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 oh. 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 Raise your hand. There's some things you've been believing God for. You've been asking God, asking God, asking God. And it seems like in the natural, nothing's happening. But we don't walk by what we see. We walk by faith. So every day you get up, I want you to say, Lord, I thank you that that is done. Lord, I thank you that that is done. Lord, I thank you that that is done. And watch how quick. When you change your confession, watch how quick that that thing that you're believing God for will You give Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Woo. Your name is power. Your name is healing. It's all over you. It's the Holy Spirit, the whole Gorye Bahaha, the Holy Ghost from the top of your head. I speak God's healing power to you. I speak that those things that the enemy has tried to kill you, steal from you, and destroy you stops tonight. It will not go past tonight right now in Jesus' name. A turnaround anointing, a powerful, miraculous healing anointing. Head up, oh,
every soul. The enemy's weighed heavy on your head, even heavy on your shoulders. But tonight, but tonight that thing's going to be gone. That's what God told me to do. It's got to get off your shoulders. It's got to go. It's got to go. You can't carry this. You're not made to carry this. You're not made to deal with this. The The Holy Ghost is going to do it for you. You're not going to have to do it. The Holy Ghost. Oh, pray it, Mama. Pray it, Mama. Pray it, Mama. Pray it. I see you warring in the Spirit. I see you warring in the Spirit. You're a prayer warrior in the Spirit. Don't be ashamed of it. Let it back. Oh, you walk around. Come on, anybody, hey, anybody, hey, ha, 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 it's yours. God said it's yours. God said you can have it. God said you don't have to hold back. God said it belongs to you. Don't sit and wait. God said go get it. it be- it well is that true you hide it well don't you and you keep to yourself and you don't when it comes to real personal things you just you won't let those be disclosed but the hurt is deep it goes deeper than most anybody knows I'm not going to say it but God said tonight he's going to take the mess and make a message your test and make a testimony what you've been through it's going to help other people did you know God didn't set us here on this earth for ourselves? he set us here for other people when we go through stuff he said you know what it won't his purpose or his plan that you go through it but he'll take it my God my God my God he'll take it and in the middle of blessing you he'll bless somebody else so tonight I break it right now in Jesus' name. Every demonic attack against her mind, I break it right now. Devil, you're a liar. Father, we said it. Is anybody praying with me? Right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. That oppression has to go in Jesus' name. That hurt. That hurt, that hurt in Jesus. And like oil from Aaron's beard. Like oil from Aaron's beard. 
Let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the fire of God. Pastor Nikki, come here. Pastor Nikki, would you stand right here? Come around front, honey. Come around front. God's good. You've seen a lot of good things, haven't you? That fire's getting ready to burn in you. Raise your hands. That fire's getting ready to burn in you. Even tonight as you sleep, you're going to wake up and it's going to be like fire. Fire. From the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord. Kenneth in his belly. Kenneth in his belly. Fire. 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 Breath of the Holy Spirit. Fire, fire, like fire set up in your bones. Like fire set up in your bones. Like fire set up in your bones. Come on, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost with me right now. Come on, stir up yourself. Stir up yourself. Stir up yourself. It ain't over. It ain't over. I heard the Lord say, it ain't over. I don't care what the enemy says. Did you hear me? It ain't over. Did you hear me? I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care what he's at. Oh, right now. Your name is power, your name is power. 
coming in your life a next level of anointing a, a, a thing a project an assignment that he has that he wants you to do God said it's not you it's him in you you can't do it on your own but he can do it through you so don't say I can't I can't I can't I can't you can you can you can you can because you can do all. name is power Refreshing. Come on, say it. I need refreshing, Lord. Say it. When I lay hands on you, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Nikki, come on, Nikki, Pastor Nikki.
Holy Ghost. God has heard your prayer. God knows the cries in the middle of the night. God said, I'm already answering it. Even when you don't see it, it's already being answered. Stop asking for the same thing over and over and over. Are you guilty? We're all guilty. But see, God knows exactly. So stop asking and just start thanking Him. I thank you for doing that, Lord. I thank you. You got that, Lord. I thank you. It's coming, Lord. I thank you. I thank you. right there right there right there lord thank you are you praying in the holy ghost out there are you praying in the holy ghost out there revelation and it's going to start rolling make sure you keep a notepad by your bedside do you do that oh hey and make sure i mean you just write right middle of the night don't ever say i'll get i'll do it in the morning i'll, I'll get it in the morning you'll forget you'll forget always you know that don't don't you so god's just confirming what you already know you know a lot of people don't do that right they just keep going i see a book are you writing a book oh i see a book could be just something simple just nuggets or devotionals but I see a book so just keep taking notes keep taking notes God will put it in your heart in your mind when it's time
Are you praying? If you already got your fire, pray for their fire. prayer come on we're about to close we're about to close come on you already got your fire you can wait a few minutes pray in the Holy Ghost pray in the Holy Ghost come on step this way a little bit I'm telling you if you're on this stage you need the fire of God if you're on this stage, people are watching you. I don't care if you're up front or you're in the back, they're watching you. So when you sing out the praises of Almighty God, it's like fire comes down. It lights in the people. Miracles happen. Demons flee. When I don't care if you never sing a lead song. It ain't about singing a lead song or who's got the lead part. It's about the fire on the inside of you that is, is penetrating those that are out in the... Come on, you keep being faithful. You keep doing what God told you to do. He'll exalt you in due time. He'll exalt you when it's time. You just learn. You just grow. You just do the things that God has called to do in There are things you've been hungering for and praying for in your ministry. You've been crying out to God. There have been questions. I heard the Lord say, that as this fire begins to stir on the inside of you, there are going to be people in your community that you thought would never come to your church. And they're going to start coming in because of the fire. I see prayer groups. I, 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 it's, I've never been to your church, but I see your church. I see people kneel down at the, at the pews or benches, whatever you have. And I see them praying and praying and praying. 
And all of a sudden, all of a sudden the doors, I see the doors come open. I see people start just coming in looking for a place to sit because there's so many people praying. They're looking for a place to sit. And the God, and God said, revival is on the knees of prayer. Revival in your church is on the knees of the saints that are in prayer. So tonight, Lord, let the fire of God, let the fire of God, woo, shekarabaha, shekarabaha. Ah, oh, burn. Come here, can you burn? Put your hand right there. Put your hand. Burn, Lord. Burn, Lord. Burn, Lord. Burn, Lord. Burn, Lord. Burn, Lord. I don't know who I have not prayed for. If you have not been prayed for, come now. Forever hold your peace. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. So faithful. I hear the word faithful. I hear the word you'll, you'll, if they tell you to do it, if they told you to jump off a 50-foot bridge, you say, okay, I'm going to go do it. They tell me to do it, I'm going to do it. I say, I'll be all right because they tell me to do it. Now, wisdom will say not to do that. But if God said, so I'm asking the fire of God. Fire. 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 Shh. Like fire in your bones. Fire. Are you praying in the Holy Ghost? Kokoria mama mama His name is Jesus. Your name is Your name is Your name is love. Break every stronghold. Your name is power, your name is healing, your name is life. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. 
call. Last call. Like the nightclub, last call. If you didn't get your drink, you better drink it now. Amen. New wine. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Burn like a fire. Break every stronghold. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Break every stronghold. Shine through the shadows. Break every stronghold. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I speak increase. I speak doors. There have been times that it seemed like there was a clog in the dream. A clog in the dream. But the Holy Ghost draino. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's weary in the natural. Now not in the spirit because we don't walk by our flesh. But sometimes it can be taxing. But God has seen your faithfulness. Jim, God has seen your faithfulness. He's watched how you've pressed through. He's watched how you've walked by faith. He's watched how you've chosen to flow in the things of the Lord. And we give out and we give out and we give out and we give out and we give out. And sometimes we find ourselves never taken in. So tonight I'll start with you. Boy, you got on the right shirt. Red. Fire. Fire. I speak healing in your body. You got problems in your back? In your back. Lower. Can I go around? Fire, 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 come here, fire, 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 come here, Pastor Phyllis, come here, Pastor Dosen, come on, one more time, because you give out all the time, does this man and woman of God not give out all the time, uh, Eric, where are you at, Eric, or right here, yeah, you, or whichever one you want to say. I know. There's some iodine. Oh, after I pray for you, you're going to go get your wife. I know, but you, somebody, somebody go get her. Thank you. I'll wait. That's right. That's right. 
Come over here, Kenneth. Come over here. Lay your hand on his shoulder right there. Thank you, Jesus. A refreshing in your marriage. Not that anything's wrong. In your marriage, in your ministry, in your light, your personal time. Pastors, you're fasting these next few days. Huh. Huh. I, I, I see even, even more visions. More visions. And then you're going to be like, was that a dream? Was that an open vision? Was that a clo- What? More visions. Master Phyllis, God's going to show you that next level. That next level. That next project. He's going he's gonna to make it. And it's going to be easy. It's not going to be hard. You know, sometimes we work hard. But it's time to stop working hard and work smart in the spirit. I heard the Lord say sometimes the weight can get heavy you, I, I heard the Lord say you juggle a lot like, like people might think well you just do this but they don't see the other ten plates that you're spinning and sometimes, it, it, sometimes it's almost like what day is it what, what country am I in right now where am I at and so as I, I mean, about three weeks ago, I just, Nancy spoke your name. That's all she did. I can't even remember what she said, but she spoke your name. And when she spoke your name, it like hit me right there. And I began to pray for you. And then it's like I couldn't get your name out of, out of, my, out of my spirit man, my spirit man. And so there's a new refreshing, refreshing coming upon you. There's a new anointing coming upon you. There's a new administrative gift coming upon you. You know, the things with God are so deep and they go so high. We have caps, but he has no caps. But I just heard that she that she just needs that refreshing of the Lord. Brother Eric, 
there's some things that you're doing that has to be handed over that you don't do that anymore that's you're not doing that anymore that you're only doing this over here and there there will be some people that you're connected to that'll be like no I want Eric no I want Eric no I want Eric and God said no 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 do not be pulled by what they're trying to get you to do only do what I told you to do stay in your lane stay in your lane and when you stay in your lane this this ministry that you have it's 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 gonna blow your mind it, you're gonna be like you're gonna turn around in, in two years a year and you're gonna be like wow what happened and God said I did it I did it I did it Rebaha you're anointing God you're anointing God the fire God the fire you might go and organize those meetings but the anointings in you the anointings in you the anointings in you the powers in you thank you Lord where did my cousin go where did she go where's she at come up here come here Jenny how did you get here Look, this is my cousin. You drove? How far was it? Three. Oh, Lord Jesus, come here. This is my cousin. Her and her husband have a missions ministry. Come on, Jenny. And uh, we um, all went to Zambia in South Africa together in November. So thank you. She drove three hours to come see me. Ain't that sweet? So I had to recognize them, right? Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Oh, you remember me with the chicken dance lady, yeah. God bless you tonight. I love you. Woo! His name is power. His name.